Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here at PHNX. My name is, of course, the mayor of PHNX. You guys know me occasionally as Derek Montia. This guy is the Thunderstick, the one and only Vice Mayor Jesse Friedman. What do you What do you got there, Derek? I got myself a little uh, Joy Wow Bus uh, oh. Four Peaks. I do. We're, uh, we're twinning. Yeah, cheers. We're, we're twinning. We're twinning. twinning today. Yeah, we're gonna get you to shotgun that beer before this day is over. Yeah. But, yeah. Before the show, people, Emma was trying to figure out what my price would be. She was to shotgun this. She was. And there was no such thing happening. I would never. Yeah, never Emma would definitely never do that. Never. Jesse's price was whatever Emma had on her plus one dollar, and guess who has a dollar on him? Of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Go download the app now and use our code of PHNX. Get down on the sportsbook action over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Jesse, there are some people mad about the all-star snubs in baseball. Of course, uh, this is bound to happen every year because there is always some very deserving uh, players on every team, I think, that yeah. that get missed on. But I guess the first question is, before we talk about some of the MLB snubs, do you think there was anybody on the Diamondbacks that got missed, or do you think they got it right? Um, I, For the sake of our audience, I wish I could say that the Diamondbacks had snubs, but... They didn't. <laughs> I mean, they, they have guys that played very good baseball, right? But yeah. uh, by comparison, if you look at the numbers, or you look at the league leaders, it's hard to justify really there being anybody else in there. If Christian Walker was batting 275 plus, yes, which he arguably, which he arguably should be, right? I mean, he, the the batted ball luck has not been there for him this season. We've talked about that a lot. For so, sure. so I think there is a, a a situation in which Christian Walker is a snub because he probably, you know, he probably did deserve to be in this game if if things were actually going his way, right? Because um, because not only is he top ten in home runs in all of baseball, but he also. Uh, is one of the top players defensively at any position yeah. in defensive runs saved. He's just been an outstanding player. Unfortunately, he hasn't had that luck with the batted balls, but that's something I could see him definitely turn around in the second half. I'm actually oddly okay with the the lack of recognition. Obviously, we knew we were going to have one all-star, and I think the fact that it was the person we felt deserves it the most yeah uh and, and joe mantiply kind of feels like the right decision was made yeah i think the right decision was made um joe mantiply is um just an incredible story we talked about yesterday just his journey to get to this point and uh, there aren't there aren't many guys in the all-star game who went through what joe mantiply went through yeah, i mean sure. obviously just making it to the majors is an enormous accomplishment and there's tons of ups and downs for anyone who makes that journey but uh, but I mean, Joe Mantiply was, you know, borderline out of baseball at, at one point in his career not long ago. So sure. um, it really incredible to see him see him in this spot. Uh, and speaking of the All-Star game, the jerseys this year are gorgeous. Let's take a look at those things. Those are beautiful, man. I mean, yeah, to have uh, the matching colors, but to still be representing your team uh, with the logo across the chest like that. I, I have never seen a better All-Star game jersey than this in my opinion i think i still am of the belief that they should have done uh the license plate for for every single uh every single state you know just like how we saw with oh, the yeah. rockies oh, yeah. they oh, use yeah. their license Our plate arizona, and then... you just want that arizona <laughs> license plate jersey to be a real thing. i really do yeah, i really do that's a that's a first class jersey right there though <laughs> Uh, and no, I don't want to see that. There are some weird jersey or license plates there out are there that weird, I am not yeah. interested in seeing turned into a jersey. But 
Uh, for the first time since 2003, there's a pair of brothers in the All-Star game. Wilson and William Contreras will both be in the All-Star game, which is a very cool yeah. moment. Uh, I think they're them. both starting, too. Yeah. I think Wilson is, is catching, and then and then William is um, is DHing. So, yeah, for those of you who saw William Contreras announced as an All-Star and thought that it was just a typo, it's actually not a typo. <laughs> they are two two Wilson different people. Wilson and William, yes. yes, are two different people for sure. Uh, was there anybody you saw that got snubbed from the All Star game, yeah. particularly that you thought was kind of egregious? I think, and as much as people might not like me for this, because this player is a member of the San Francisco Giants, um, the fact that Carlos Rodon is not an All Star, I think, is pretty egregious. Yeah. Um, I believe the man leads the National League and wins above replacement. And for that guy to not be an all-star, I think is pretty crazy. And I know Giants fans are are up in arms about that, and I can I can understand why. That's it. In modern-day baseball, isn't that such a valuable stat? Isn't that something that so many people covet, that wins yeah. above replacement kind of, especially when you're talking about an all-star, right? Because you're talking about literally uh, an MVP candidate when you're when you're saying that someone is that high. Uh, above their replacement but right uh i i don't know man i think that uh there there's probably quite a few of those i know there was a good chance that we were going to see brandon drury uh in the all-star yeah, game you could make a case that brandon drury was was a snub i mean he had he's posted some pretty good first half numbers with the with the reds and that was just going to make the, the somebody tweeted us about like what the infield could have been and obviously this is not yeah. a real particular <laughs> infield that could have happened but obviously with goldschmidt drury max scherzer there's a lot of things we don't want to address there what we <laughs> what we do want to address though is making a case for christian walker to be in the home run derby because that guy smashes the ball but he smashes the ball in la more than anybody uh that that doesn't actually play there for home games right but yeah i, I think he's been outstanding this season and uh for him to be potentially left out i think would be an oversight that would probably be yeah the diamondback snub that i would be upset about not about him being in the all-star game but just the home run derby i mean that 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 guy has been doing some pretty incredible things this season for this team. I think he's fourth in the National League now in home runs. So uh, I, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think we have a good chance of seeing him, or do you think that he is off uh, the radar for a lot of these guys? Well, first of all, I want to agree with Motion, who says that Jordan Alvarez should have been the starter at DH for the American League, 100%. Yes. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is probably my pick for um, MVP for the American League right now. So the fact that he's not starting is kind of ridiculous. Um but yes, uh, Christian Walker should be in the home run derby. Um, we've said it before, he has more home runs at Dodger Stadium um, than any other ballpark outside of Chase Field, of course. Um, he's has a career slugging percentage of like 750 or something ridiculous like that in that ballpark. So um, yeah, Christian Walker absolutely deserves a spot in the home run derby. You know, he's still top five in the National League in home runs. Um, and you know, there, there is a concern with him not being on the all-star roster. Does that disqualify him? It really shouldn't, uh, last season of the eight participants for the national league in the home run derby, three of them were not all-stars and Pete Alonzo, the man who won the home run derby last year was one of those guys. So, um, I think there's a really, a really strong case to be made for, for Christian Walker. 
Hi, hi, Chris. Uh, we love you, of course. Uh, Clutch Canuck said Walker's defense is vastly overlooked, and the first base position through the organization is thin already. Why not a number one priority? Do you see Walker fitting in the future plans? I'm in favor. Uh, I'm definitely in favor of that, too. I think that Christian Walker fits in with, at the very least, the uh, Merrill Kelly, you know, Cattell Marte timeline. And yeah. at this point, I don't. It's not like before where there were times where we had players that looked like they were kind of being blocked by Paul Goldschmidt, you know, not being able to come up and play first base. The Diamondbacks don't really have that right now in their farm system. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm definitely in favor of that. I feel like Christian Walker is so close to putting it together, too, yeah. as far as, you know, not, uh, not having such a poor batting average when everything else seems to be going so well for, for him. And... I, I like that's the thing is I think that being in the home run derby that would just give a chance for him to shine you know build that confidence yeah. a little bit have some fun and and uh you know put on a show I I don't know if I would expect him necessarily to win it but I think he actually has a good chance considering that he does really do well in that stadium uh what are your thoughts on Manfred adding Pujols and Cabrera to yeah. the all-star game rosters as legacy selections. The reason why I ask is because we just saw the WNBA all-star game and everybody kind of got their flowers, you know, but a lot of sure. the people, a lot of the women that were selected for the all-star game that are in their final seasons still deserved it because they're still performing at a high level. Uh, this has kind of caused a little bit of uh, an argument amongst the baseball community as far as adding these guys because some people don't like fun, but I mean, is this the right thing to do? I personally feel like it is. I, I don't yeah, care that it takes I, up a roster spot. I I agree. Um, and I mean, I guess another snub that you could bring into the conversation is Freddie Freeman, um, who has had a, a really good season with sure. the Dodgers. Absolutely. And I'm sure there's some people out there who are wondering, um, you know, Albert Pujols is in. Is that is that the reason that Freddie Freeman is not in? Sure. Um, and I could understand being a little bit frustrated with that because there's not a a comparison between their numbers this season. Albert Pujols, from a numbers standpoint, doesn't deserve to be an all-star. Um, but I, I really am supportive of this in the end. Um, Freddie Freeman is, I mean, he he's going to have his share of all-star appearances, um, even still through the rest of his career. He's still a really, really good player. Um, whereas Albert Pujols, you know, I mean, this is, this is the last one for him. And so um, to have him present in this moment, to have him playing in this game, I think is just big for baseball. He's one of the most recognizable faces and names in, in the sport, um, even to this day. And so, um, you know, having him in the All-Star game, I think just feels right. Let's talk about somebody that should already be in the All-Star game, and that's Corbin Carroll. Am I, is, <laughs> okay, it, Derek. is it too early for that? Is it too? It might be too early. It for might that. be a little too early. Oh, uh, what a big first day our baby boy had at Reno! <laughs> uh, home run, web gems all over the place. Corbin Carroll uh, immediately made an impact in a game uh, for the Aces, and not only that, but immediately made everybody on social media go nuts about, including us, about yeah. you know. Uh, we've seen enough. Let's call him yeah, up already. Right, right. Have we seen enough already? Is we ready to call him up? <laughs> I mean, I think we're at the point with Corbin Carroll where there is a case to be made that if he were the Diamondbacks starting left fielder, center fielder, wherever, tomorrow, that 
he would probably be a pretty good player, right? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't think we have any doubts about that at this point. Like, if you bring him up to the majors right now, I think his skill set plays at the big league level. Um, However, that's not necessarily how you develop players, and I I don't think the Diamondbacks are going to do that, even if it may be frustrating. I know, I know. I'm going to be the realist in the situation, Um, but... I I don't think Corbin Carroll is going to be called up um, anytime soon. I think they're going to let him, you know, play things out in AAA and and um, try to show some consistency there. Derek's just going to longingly stare outside our our window in our studio here. <laughs> uh, but he sorry, played, I'm just thinking of that outfield. I'm just thinking of that Corbin Carroll. He played an incredible game uh, yesterday. I, he just had the one hit, but it was a home run, uh, 441 feet, yeah, and then. Um, he made a diving play in center field to take a hit away from Jared Klinik, who's another top prospect in the Mariners organization. Yes. Um, and then he also gunned down the go-ahead run in the ninth or tenth <laughs> inning at home plate. Um, so big day for the, for the big kid. big yeah, day for, for sure. him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's see, that's what's funny to me is it's kind of like when Alec Thomas came up and immediately started making an impact, right? Like, yeah, you you just want to go up and have a you know a good game you know you just don't want to go up there and shit the bed on your first day with a new team but these guys are not doing that these guys are immediately becoming you know an integral part of the team that they're on and making a huge impact on the game that even the first game that they're starting in so there's a reason to be excited about Corbin Carroll there's a reason that he's uh, as highly ranked as he is not only within the organization, but within MLB as far as prospects are concerned. But yeah. uh, we will have much more of that on that on gophnx.com. You can also get Jesse's piece that he just posted about uh, Kyle Nelson pitching better than ever after playing catch with his brother this winter and the impact that it had. Uh, shout out to Kyle Nelson's brother, by the way. Uh, we we're we're, we're, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have Kyle Nelson's brother on yeah. the show at some point. We're gonna have to make without that a happen. doubt. We'll <laughs> we, we invite you to come join us as our third host because <laughs> apparently he called Jesse. Uh, you know he called he Jesse did. He did. Thunderstick <laughs> when he called him. True story. True I, story. I call uh, I call Kyle Nelson's brother and he literally answers the phone and says, "Hey, Thunderstick." Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, you literally came up with that nickname, Derek, on like day one, I, and I you think, didn't ask me about it. No, you did. You just pulled it out of nowhere, no. and I was kind of like, okay. I mean, I yeah. guess it's an okay nickname, no. but there you there go. There's a lot of meaning behind it. There's a lot of meaning. There's behind a lot it. of depth to it. Yeah, there really yeah. is. You're a skinny guy. You make a big <laughs> impact. There's a lot there. But shout out to Dylan, by the way, uh, for knowing not only he's Thunderstick, but I'm the mayor. So I don't know yes. uh, if he listened just in preparation for Jesse's interview or if he's a regular viewer slash listener but uh, we love you and appreciate you for your time and uh, for listening at least to one episode to get our nicknames right because that's <laughs> incredible but uh, if you haven't done so already make sure to do like Dylan did and sign up for a membership over at gophnx.com uh, if you get an annual membership you'll get a free t-shirt from the phnxlocker.com uh, whatever t-shirt you want I think you can even get a hat if you like a hat this hat is incredible I wear it all the time uh, it's mostly so I look like my Twitter avatar that's what I'm going for by wearing this all the time but uh, if you also are interested in a month to month membership you can get that and you'll get your first month on us for just 50 cents so uh, no matter what membership you choose you'll get hooked up with membership only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com as well as members only access to our discord uh, which is always popping it's an incredible place to be apparently second to the coyotes which I'm not standing for that so 
we're going to have to drop some exclusive content or something in there. I'll put videos of the house being torn down behind me on there. Uh, that's guys, definitely what I'll do. It's incredible. It was so <laughs> compelling to watch a house get torn down like within 20 feet of your house. It's wild. But uh, anyway. Not only, I mean, we always talk about the Discord, but the content, Jesse. Your content has been outstanding. Jesse has been doing some amazing stories that, uh, to be frank, you can only get right here on PHNX. So make sure to sign up for that. Uh, in the meantime, you can check out all of Jesse's stories for the month for absolutely free. Even if you're not a member, check those out because we wanted to give everybody a taste of what Jesse is going to bring as a full-time writer on the staff. And uh, I might be a little biased, but I think they're incredible. So uh, check that out. And of course, if you haven't done so already, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, sign up for the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Uh, make sure you sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of uh, our content or any of the other content coming on this network. We're, we're always going live and we're always bringing you fresh uh, content, stuff that you can't get anywhere else in the Valley. So make sure uh, to do that. And also, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there if you haven't done so already. And sign up. Uh, give us a give us a review. Leave us a review. Leave us an honest five-star review. That's all we're asking for. <laughs> uh, but of course, you know, uh, we, we, we've talked uh, enough about the All-Star game. Christian Walker needs to be in the Home Run Derby. That's it. That period. End of story. But, uh, you know, we, we what, Every week is Shark Week here. Every day is Earth Day. And every Monday, we go to the mailbag. All right, we got some good mailbag Monday questions, not only from do we have our any, Discord. Do we have any baseball questions this week, Derek? Why, Jesse? Why? Like, <laughs> he's so obsessed with having actual questions about this sport <laughs> that we cover. That's not what we no, do I'm on joking. Monday. We, all had, right? we had a lot of fun a couple right. weeks ago when we were in studio answering a bunch of absurd questions. That's right. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. Let's Emma, go. do we actually have any baseball questions for Jesse? Can we start off with <laughs> we that? We don't have to start no. with a baseball question. It's oh. okay. No. no. Maybe we'll just skip it. Yeah. Do we just skip all the questions? No, no, let's go. No, I think I'll just like surprise him. Yeah, with... we'll just pepper in the baseball all right, questions. Yeah, yeah. All right, go let's ahead. Let's get the let's first go. one up there. Oh, Josh Hunt. Uh, better question. His first one was a terrible question. Uh, better question. Be nice to Josh. I love Josh. He knows that. And that's His why I told him. His first question, though, was like... Uh, Josh, this isn't Jesse, first day Jesse, at New Hire Orientation. <laughs> Su- like who? Which superhero which would, would you like? superpowers would we have? Come on. Get out of here. Come, on come on, Josh. There is we no need you to try harder Josh than that. slander. I will text him right now and right. get him to attack you guys. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, so we don't want Josh against us. Josh is a guy... <laughs> That you definitely don't want him, his Photoshop, and his Adobe Premiere powers. He has a you. lot of powers. He's got a lot yeah. of powers. But Josh asks, better question. See, he even knew it was a bad question. Uh, if you could use any kind of container without judgment, what are you using to get the maximum amount of Slurpee on 7-Eleven Day? Jesse, do you know what 7-Eleven Day is? Um, I didn't until we talked before the it's show. Ju- and July, now I, July 11th. For well, that part I got. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So 7-Eleven <laughs> on 7-Eleven lets you go and bring your own container. Wait, to, is it free? It is free. It is free. It is wow. free. Wow. I missed uh, that part. To get as much Slurpee as you can get, uh, which is kind of... Do you have uh, to like buy something else? Like, no. How do they make sure that people don't just go crazy with this? Well, that's the thing. People do. There's always people oh, okay. with ridiculous 
ridiculously huge size barrels and all such, right, right? All right. So um, I'll give you I'll give you a little preview because they've changed the rules now. Okay, let's give it. Um, so now they have a stand up like cardboard cutout pretty much, and there's a circle in the cutout. If it, your bin fits like whatever you bring, it has to fit through that circle, and if it doesn't. You can't get it. Oh, boo. That's wow. bullshit. Well, that changes That now. changes things severely. <laughs> that changes things severely. Okay. So I was going to bring a Yeti cooler. There you go. Right? <laughs> because I'm thinking I'm thinking capacity, right? And but insulation. I'm also thinking insulation, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm not going to be able to drink all that Slurpee in a short amount of time. <laughs> I need to take my time with it. So, of course, the insulation is important. I can add ice to it, but that's just going to water it down. So I need to do everything I can to maintain yeah. uh, the, the Slurpee, if you will. What are you bringing? Yeah. Well, so before we, before Emma just like ruined the mood yeah, by, with her yeah, limitations, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of, you know, what is the biggest container that I personally own. Sure. And it occurred to me the biggest container that I own is my guitar case. So mm. I'm just going to roll up there with my guitar case. Does it have wheels on it? Um, it does not have okay. wheels. I'm just thinking about how heavy, how heavy, how are you going to yeah, get that Yeah, no, out it'll of there? be fine. It has a handle. Okay, well. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. All right. Well, with Emma's rule, I'm going to go back it's to- It's not my rule. It Emma's is 7-11's rule. rule. <laughs> Emma's making rules. No. <laughs> I am going to go back to the original, uh, what Jacob Franklin, uh, what father producer hey. said to us. Uh, uh oh, Josh where, is here. Where, oh, he's here. <laughs> Shit. I told you. I told oh, no. you. Um, I'm going to bring a plastic bag because a plastic bag you could crumple up and fit through that hole no matter the size oh, of the hole. But smart. then once over there, you could fill like a garbage bag up with as much Seven uh, Eleven Slurpee yeah, you could, deliciousness. You could probably as you do could. one of those like outdoor. Garbage bags, right, like the, the ones that have like six that times the yeah. capacity. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. getting it. And then I'm over <laughs> here like dumping it afterwards into a Yeti cooler. Josh, we're answering your questions for Pete's sake. You got to be here. We're talking about putting Slurpees in containers. So, <laughs> Josh, they roasted your first question. Your first question was minutes. terrible, Josh. <laughs> I have it time coded. It does. Uh, we'll pull it up. We'll share it with you later. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, now PHNX. Don't apologize on our behalf. Yeah. What is going on here? All right. Anyway, um, so that's uh, there. You go. That's what we're doing for Slurpees. Is I'm taking a plastic bag. This guy had his guitar my, case. My guitar what are you case taking does through, have... What's going to go through the hole though? What are you taking that's actually the size? Yeah, I don't know. Um, that kind of ruins it, right? Yeah. I, I have a couple of those cups from Vegas. I mean, can you go sideways, Emma? You think with your rule? Through I'm, the hole? I'm going to help you guys out right now. Okay. Just give me a second. Oh, okay. Well, this is getting way more complicated than it needs <laughs> to get. Uh, by the way, I love Slurpees, but I want to give a shout out to Sonic. And this is not an ad endorsement, but they have a ridiculous drink called a Sour Patch Kids uh, Slushy Float. That sounds and disgusting. It sounds disgusting. That sounds horrible. <laughs> but I loved it. And not only did I love it, but this thing stayed, the ice cream and the slushy did not melt for like hours. It didn't even make any sense. Uh, okay, so there is so the So I got hole. the size for you guys. So it's, See? it's this cutout and you have to fit it through. Hey, mm. I don't know. Fitting it through? 
And then it says what? A dollar for... Oh, come on. Get out of here. I mean, the garbage bag feels like the move then. Because yeah. Because you can totally stuff a garbage See, bag. See, look at that hole. guy with a... That guy's got a kiddie pool. He has the right idea. <laughs> Guys, they the can't right see idea. our screen. Yeah, I'm that just kid. pulling it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> they can't see our screen. All right. Well, there was a guy with a kiddie pool that Emma pulled up. And that, that got me excited because that guy gets it. That guy understands where we're coming from. All right. Oh, and he's out uh, in the parking lot drinking it. That guy is a legend. This is crazy. All right. Um, My guitar case does have... Have like a like a fuzzy interior sort of yeah <laughs> mm, that's not gonna work see you didn't think that through well i i think i could i could pad it i could put is, i could lay down some sort of surface inside to make is it, it so is that it, it liquid it resistant is it airtight i mean what is i, I think, think it would i think it would work it's a hard case i still think my yeti cooler is the best idea here of anybody but all right let's move on next question we beat this we beat josh and this question up Ooh, Jacob Franklin asks, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? I don't theory? have any conspiracy theories, Derek. What? I'm a completely and yeah, utterly yeah, realistic yeah. person. Oh, I don't only believe lives, that at all. I only live I inside of reality. What, you, oh, think, you, think I, you think I'm running around believing a bunch of ridiculous things, Derek? You believe they actually landed on the moon. <laughs> on a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> and then just got in it and went home. Get out of here, You're right. Jesse. That's a that's a theory. There's no way that happened. You gotta do your research and look up all the facts. Um my favorite conspiracy theory is not a conspiracy theory at all. It's the truth. Uh oh. Uh because if you know who Melissa Vandela is, Jesse. You know, of course I don't. You I mean, know you don't because kid. the reason why is because even though she's a very famous woman, she no longer goes by the name Melissa Vandela. She goes by the name Avril Lavigne because she is the woman that replaced Avril Lavigne in 2011. Oh gosh, when Avril Lavigne disappeared. Uh, some say she might have died by suicide. Others say that she was kidnapped and to never return. Regardless, this body double took her place in 2011. Uh, it's facts. And uh, yeah, that's it's called a conspiracy theory, but it's actually what happened. Uh, she actually released a very lovely album, though, and she's a good singer. She should go by her real name. Uh, that and the fact that David Stern fixed the NBA draft so that the New York Knicks would get Patrick Ewing. But uh. again... Is that a conspiracy theory? Yeah. If that really happened, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> is there is there any local conspiracy theories? Uh, the Kings got screwed two thousand two. Is it a conspiracy still uh, from Clutch Canuck? Uh, I think so. I don't know. There's all sorts of sports conspiracies. I mean, a lot of people thought that the Suns were like that that they had made it so that the Suns couldn't get as high of a draft pick as they were supposed to get for a number of years, right? Don't the Suns have a history of just not doing well in the oh, draft yeah. lottery? Oh, absolutely. And of absolutely. course, DeAndre Ayton happened, and then I guess people sort of forgot about that, but that was a big thing for yeah. a while. Uh, Gabriel Ferrer in the comments says, my favorite conspiracy theory is that Mariano Rivera missed the throw to second because of the dirt keyhole, which doesn't exist in Yankee Stadium. So the ball took a bad hop he wasn't used to. Interesting. I like it. I haven't heard that one. I haven't heard it either, but I like it. <laughs> Can I share my uh, conspiracy theory? Yes, I oh, want to hear do. yours. Okay, we were talking about this earlier. I'm being very careful with my conspiracy theories that I share. Okay. But, yeah, birds aren't real. Anyway. Um, birds aren't Everyone in the chat real. right now, listen, listen. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon just walking walking around? No, or because flying around? I told her baby pigeons don't walk. <laughs> Bro, no, I like a teenage pigeon. No. A teenage pigeon. No, you don't see small pigeons. They're all the exact same size. Weight, height, distribution. Look it up, buddy. I'm telling you. <sighs> 
I don't like this. This this sounds legit. So okay, but we but that's just pigeons. Yeah, you it's said, only you pigeons. You said that all, all birds no, 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 no. are fake. No, 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 yeah, they're no. all listening devices and no, not all. They're all just pigeons. On oh, just pigeons. Yeah. So what are they here to do to us, Emma? Yeah. Okay, well think about it. What do See? you think? Yeah, spy on us. Yeah. Is that what they're here for, buddy? Oh man, I have another reason to keep pigeons out of my yard. Exactly. That's why pigeons I have cats. are nobody want. Yeah. Every, See, look at all the people in the chat. No, just destroying, Elizabeth, you're wrong. Just smashing your no, st you, stupid theory into pieces. Hey, first of all, don't call my theory stupid because it's not stupid. Elizabeth, I have a back comment on this one. Are you sure it's a pigeon? Are you sure? Because there's other birds uh, that look see, like pigeons that are not pigeons. It seems pretty flimsy. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't, flimsy? I don't know. Yeah. Jesse, you're over here saying I, li I live in reality. <laughs> I live in reality. Buddy, have some fun. Drink right. that Four Peaks. The, cl <laughs> the Clutch Canuck comes back to wrestling for me, and he says, favorite conspiracy, uh, WWE moved the announce tables to the front of the stage instead near the ring because Jim Ross kept asking people to bring him food during commercials. God bless you, Jim Ross, if that's the truth. That's a gangster move. I like that. Uh, by the way, if you are uh, new to conspiracy theories and pro wrestling, there is a whole other, uh -oh. that's a whole book to unravel, but start off with the Montreal screw job and go from there. Uh, by the way, shout out to our friends at Four Peaks, who I'm, I'm joy, I am enjoying. I, pr I am enjoying, and I'm really enjoying good. a normal amount, not an excessive amount. I promise I can't talk because uh, English is my second language, and not because um, I'm drunk. But of course, I am enjoying uh, this Joy Bus Wow wheat from our friends at Four Peaks, and you should too. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to go down and check out their brewery, the Eighth Street Pub. It's a wonderful place. Uh, they actually do make the beer there. You get to go see them making it, uh, and you can enjoy their wonderful food. If you can't make it down there, uh, find a variety of their beer near you. They're incredible. They're delicious, uh, and they have a beer that suits you. They're local, been in the mix since 96 here in the Valley, and, of course, uh, you can get them anywhere that you get your beer, uh, especially at your drive-in liquor stores, which I just like to bring up because, again, <laughs> drive-in liquor stores, come on. Uh, but. <laughs> I'm choosing uh, also, to not put these comments up simply for the fact that... Yeah, I, no, I'm aware is, of what's happening. By the way, for those <laughs> of you that might be just listening to this and not knowing, uh, Emma has a barrage of comments coming up about all of the people that have seen actual baby pigeons. No, they're uh, not In their real. lives. They are not In their backyards. Okay, their Gabriel's yards. comment is really sad, though. He says, I work in landscaping. The baby pigeons are dead yeah, on the floor. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Because that's... they can't survive without the parents because the parents are doing their job. Think about that, buddy. <laughs> See, now it's evolving oh before our very eyes. This, yeah. this is how crazy She's changing talk. her narrative yeah, as we go along changing. here. Okay, then like let's that. go on a different let's go on a different conspiracy theory. Let's go. Jacob's gonna love this. What's that? Yeah, the moon landing is fake. I know. Yeah. Cool. I've told I just trying to tell Jesse that. Yeah. He doesn't know that. What's yeah. the what's the argument here? Okay, like, I need some actual rationale so, if I'm gonna buy into this. First of all, there's no atmosphere in the moon. Okay. The flag was waving. The flag was waving. Second of all, mm. the shadows, brother, brother, brother. Just brother. watch it. You have to like watch the actual live broadcast. It's that they okay. like put out, but it's literally a movie set. You the, could literally see reflections of lights. The the idea is that the reason why they would have faked it is because that they were in, essentially. A not like it wasn't important yet it was the most important thing in the world the race to land on the moon with russia right like mm. there was this actual space race uh russia was developing technology that was advancing further past ours so the idea is that we just faked it so that that way 
All right, we're gonna. You we guys are gonna. There. You guys are gonna have to bring this footage for oh. for one of these live shows. Oh, we're going. And we'll to. we'll take a look at it we together to. and. I will explain to you why what you're saying is utterly ridiculous. I don't we think will, we will excellent. cross that bridge. I'm right. Two things, because Jesse. I don't really believe it, but this is exciting. Two things. Let's One, go. I don't think that we can put it on the live show. <laughs> um, I don't want to strike. Second oh, of all, yeah. um, we'll watch it after. Yeah. NASA with their telling you right DMCAs. now the very first <laughs> moon landing, fake, fake. Uh, it's all Even fake. Bees agrees with me. No, Bees no, says, he says the, earth the earth is flat. flat. Don't Never play. mind. No. No, Bees, no, no, get out. <laughs> He's a part of the flat girthers. No, he, said, he says the moon landings were faked and chemtrails are real. Yeah, no, this is a, this is a fantastic. Oh, yeah, the chemtrails thing. I have heard that yeah. one. Uh, Elizabeth asks, Jesse is always very calm. What would have to happen for him to start beating chairs with bats or go on an Espo-level rant? Oh, Answers man. can be sincere or silly. Wow. I yeah so hmm. I'm I'm a pretty avid Suns fan, and I I wear that on I wear that on Twitter try to make it clear I'm a big Suns fan. Yeah, like don't mess with him about the Suns. Don't mess with me about the He's Suns. He's not playing games when it comes to his team. I am not. And it and if the Phoenix Suns, Derek, don't get Kevin Durant at some point this off season, he's going to shotgun a beer and go on an Espo level rant. I. <laughs> Okay, let's let's calm down. Let's calm down We want the rant. You first. might you One might get you might get the rant. Okay. You might get me banging a chair with a baseball bat <sighs> because that would be that would be completely detestable in my mind. So um, I take my son's fandom very seriously, and I will accept nothing less than Kevin Durant this off season. So did you hear about the conspiracy theory of Kevin Durant and Uh-oh. the trade? No, let's hear this. Oh gosh, this ties it all together. <laughs> okay, so people in the chat don't. Be mad at me because I'm not Gerald. I don't know the exact facts, but I'm just going to give a little gist, a little rundown. Um, mm. So pretty much, like, he asked for a trade just to, like, stir things up so that way he can get, like, the things that he wants sort of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's called throwing a little bit of a tantrum so that you get, yeah. get, what, you, get what you want. He wouldn't be the first NBA player to not, do that sort of thing. Not at all. Not at all. Um, I think... <laughs> I think if Jesse, um, wow, B says I would be a great audiobook reader. I don't like that. I, I don't think that so. is, I don't think so. At all. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Uh, no. uh, I think something that would get uh, you to go on a rant. Oh, you're um, answering this question is for me if, now. Is if Baxter himself contacted you and was furious about an article you wrote about him? Oh. Yeah, that would that I would think, get me that would get I, me riled up I think probably. As, I think as a journalist, you would feel like that seeing was it, the ultimate. Like, seeing as how Baxter has never spoken a word in his life, right? If uh, right, that's what I'm saying. If those are the first, if words one of the he first spoke, things you ever heard to Baxter was him calling you to complain about your journalistic integrity on an article that you wrote about him, yeah, I think that would push you over the edge. Did you see that they had Baxter on the TV broadcast the other day? What was he? What did he have to say? It was, no, of no, course not. Of course it was not. ridiculous. Yeah. It was Steve and Bob. They were they were broadcasting from. Uh, it's called like Studio One Twenty Two or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like the, a, it's a the lower level suite. Yeah, it's a suite like on the diamond level, but it's down right on the yeah. main concourse. Right? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so they were broadcasting there, and they were just rolling through different guests, and and they bring in Baxter. I'm sure some mm. of you guys saw it, 
and and it was it was actually kind of hilarious because Baxter's just like trying to respond with like head nods and whatnot yeah. because he can't actually speak anything. Yeah. So um, it was I was amused watching uh watching that conversation if you can call it that. I have a conspiracy about Baxter. Uh oh, you ready for this? If I have to be, I think it's a guy in a suit. <laughs> uh, call me crazy yeah. good, one. Right, yeah. good one no that's the first sane thing that you said in the last 30 minutes Derek uh, next question hey if Mad Bum gets dealt excuse me uh, Jacob at Jacob Schuld 2 on Twitter asks hey if Mad Bum gets dealt do you expect Tommy Henry to get a chance to fill that spot or does Corbin Martin get another shot honestly at this point I don't. I don't really know I feel like we already thought that those guys would get a shot based on the open roster spots that have kind of come up and we haven't seen it to this point. Yeah. I think if they were able to deal Mad Bum, which would be huge for this team at this point, just because Mad Bum takes up such a huge percentage of their salary and at this point doesn't really align with the rebuilding process that they currently have going on. But again, if, uh, if they found themselves in that position, I really feel like they would be in the nothing to lose kind of mode at that point. Corbin Martin, yeah. I think, would probably get a shot again before they called up Tommy Henry, just because. I mean, he's already Tommy on Henry the hasn't called up yet. He's on the. 40 he's already yeah. Corbin Martin's already on the forty man roster, right. and so you kind of have a fast track to the majors um, when that happens. But um, uh, but yeah, I, I think Tommy Henry, we will definitely see this season. Uh, I think he had 10 strikeouts in his last start, uh, just the other night. So, um, he should be up here before long. I don't see it being particularly likely that the Diamondbacks deal Madison Bumgarner, just yeah. given the contract situation there. Um, but he, I mean, he might draw a little bit of interest. He was pretty good, Derek, last time out. Um, the last so, two times out, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. His last two outings have been pretty damn good. Seven innings, two runs. I don't think he walked anyone in his last outing. So, um, that was that was pretty good to see from him against Colorado. I think the thing about um, the Diamondbacks, especially, is we we see the future as far as like position players go, outfield, even some of the infield. We just still, I think, we're still waiting to see that pitcher come up and be a guy from from developed in the system that comes up and has the same success that say Alec Thomas is having as an everyday center fielder for this team, right? That's mm -hmm. that and that's what so many people I think are excited for and looking forward to. Tommy Henry isn't even by far their top ranked pitcher as yeah. far as the uh prospects are concerned. But as far as success, he has been having I think the the most success in in Reno and I think that's the reason why people are ready to see him and same thing with Corbin Martin. I think we've seen Corbin Martin at a major league level uh look like a a pitcher ready to be in the majors. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, Corbin Martin, it seems like when the Diamondbacks have brought him in as a starter, the results haven't always been there, but he has shown glimpses kind of in a long relief role. Um, and he's, you know, he's certainly still improving. Uh, his his development timeline was utterly wrecked by Tommy John surgery and then having some setbacks last year, uh, trying to work his way back from that. So, um yeah, I think we'll probably see him at some point this season, and then I think Tommy Henry will will probably also see. Uh, Reno is just a, I mean, it's a it's a huge test for any pitcher, and the fact that Tommy Henry is, has managed to pass that test about yeah. as well as you possibly could is right. is very impressive. Right. Um, by the way, shout out to our friends from OG's Gummies, my favorite gummies, uh, edibles. We're gonna get, uh, of course, Jesse to 
shotgun a beer and then eat a whole bag of edibles. <laughs> These are all just fantasies I have. They're never going to happen, but I just throw them out there. Uh, of course, OGs, we talked about this a bunch, but they launched their limited edition seasonal flavor pina colada. And guess what, guys? They're having another pool party at the Maya Day Club. Uh-oh. That's right. It's on July 30th. And guess what? I can't, unfortunately, attend, but Jesse should go uh, because it's a blast. And like I said, I'm still, at this point, recovering from the last one. Uh, their pina colada flavor is outstanding. As a matter of fact, all of their all of their flavors are outstanding because that's what OG's focuses on. They are Arizona's number one selling OG, uh, excuse me, gummies edible, <laughs> and uh, they are a perfect combination of creams and fruits for uh, summertime. So make sure to check them out. Uh, find OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at OG's Brands. That's O G E E Z Brands. Uh, you must. Be 21 years or older. Sorry, Isaiah Chavez. Uh, <laughs> soon enough, though. Uh, you can purchase these products at your local dispensary. If you can't find them near you, uh, look online at ogsbrands.com. Uh, and shout out to OG's Brands for having uh, these wonderful pool parties that at my day club. I will be at Disneyland. Uh, it's probably Ooh. the opposite end of the spectrum as far as wholesomeness uh, from uh, the pool party at my day club. But uh, that's where I will be at, on July 30th. Jesse, what are you going to do? Without me, are you gonna? I I is might this show gonna fall apart without it, me. It probably what? will fall apart, Derek. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't like that level of pressure. Mm. Uh, do we have? Oh, six more months for Isaiah until he turns 21. Well, happy birthday in six months, uh, Emma. Do we have any more questions? We have one question from the Discord, and then we got one in the chat. So let's All do right. Discord first. Let's go. Uh, who do we think is on trade block to be dealt from D backs from Brandon Buck? That's a great question, especially right now, because as we get to the All-Star game, uh, the All-Star game for a lot of teams is a chance for them to put their best players on display for the nation to see, for everybody everybody to get a glimpse, chance to get a glimpse at them and all of that. Uh, for the Diamondbacks, it might be a little bit of a like Mr. Universe uh, showing off what we have to offer. A little Joe Mansply going out there and flexing the muscles to see if anybody has the trade interest <laughs> in him. Because I think Joe Mansply has a good chance, honestly, of being on the trade block. It sucks to say that. He does have a tremendous amount of team control left, and I think he could be a big part of this team going forward. I'm sure that's such a big downer considering he's all, our all-star, but I do think that with his performance this season, he could draw a lot of interest from a lot of teams. He could really be yeah. you know, a, a big addition to the, a lot of teams' bullpens. Yeah, I, I have a hard time seeing the Diamondbacks steal Mantiply just because he's having such an incredible season yeah. and he has a number of years of, of team control remaining. And Mike I think, Hazen is so high on him too, right? Yeah, you know, like he was, I think they would have to be overwhelmed in order to really sure. consider dealing uh, Joe Mantiply, which, I mean, is possible. I won't say that's impossible to happen, but I don't think it's likely. Um, as far as guys on the trade block uh, go, I wrote about, um, I wrote a, a little uh, MLB trade deadline primer uh, for the Diamondbacks uh, a few days ago. So you can check that out and um, get a, a more full look at this. But just to give a, a quick quick little synopsis, I think as far as names that, that we could see moved, I think David Peralta is probably the most likely name. Um, Ian Kennedy is sort of pending health at this point. Um, he's still trying to work his way back from that blood clot. So uh, hopefully he's able to get back. I think he's a, a name that other teams could show interest in. Um, Zach Davies also sort of pending health. I think he's a, a name that people could look at. 
Um, and then there's also Merrill Kelly and Christian Walker, who I have on my list. I don't think either of them are particularly likely to get moved um, just because of how well they've played and the fact that they, they you know, are under contract for a few more years each. Um, but I think they'll both draw interest. And if the Diamondbacks, you know, are able to get what they want, I could see that being possible. Um, Madison Bumgarner is a name that we talked about earlier in the show. Uh, Zach Gallen is another name that I know other teams would love to be made available. I don't think he's going to be made available by by the Diamondbacks and trade conversations. Um, but yeah, those are the those are the main the main names I'm looking at going into the trade deadline, which is not that far away, Derek. It's on August 2nd this year. It's a little little weird with the uh, with the lockout sort of moving the the schedule back a little bit, but August 2nd will be the trade deadline, so we're just a few weeks away from that. What kind of return could they get for Madison Bumgarner that would be acceptable? Not, would it merely be a team much. taking his contract? If a team takes the contract, I think the Diamondbacks would have to give something for a team to take the contract. Like, like it would have to be him and cash consideration. Yeah, him and cash, like him and a prospect, something like that. Um, I My guess is the Diamondbacks would probably eat some of the salary in order to make it so they could get something back in the trade. Um but that's why I think it's just sort of a non a non-starter. Anytime you have a guy who, um, you know, is not worth the amount of money that he makes, which Mad Bum has pitched well this season, but all in all, I, I still don't think he's quite at that point. Um, it's going to be tough for the D-backs to pull off a move there. Here's the thing: is Mad Bum is probably, in my opinion, after seeing photos of him, seeing video of him play, seeing him in real life, he almost seems like he's in the best shape of his life now than he's than he's ever been. He's, you know, he just looks physically like he's in great shape. There is a lot that he still has to offer, and I'm going to compliment the hell out of Mad Bum right now, but I'm saying the one thing that would make a huge difference for him as an asset to this team would be the impact he could have on the future pitchers of this team. Sure. Getting guys like Tommy Henry uh, and Brandon Fott and some of these guys up here to be around him and for him not to be a curmudgeon that keeps that stuff to himself, but a guy that talks to these guys, shares his experiences, maybe watches games from the bench and gives kind of a coach parental point of view to some of these guys, you know. I don't know if he does that. I don't know if it's something that would be interested, you know, it would interest him, but that kind of thing, that kind of impact can have an unquantifiable value for the team when it comes to the fact that they're trying to build around the future of tomorrow. Yes, he might not have everything to offer as far as what he's making. He might not be worth the value on the diamond, but let's be honest, he's having his best season with the Diamondbacks that he's ever had and one of his best seasons that he's had in years, even when he was with the Giants. He can have that added value by sharing his experiences and sharing stuff with his fellow teammates. And again, guys like him and Granky, uh, I give them a bad rap, I think, because I don't, I don't get to see how they are. Right? Like he's a very uh, outspoken, emotional person on the diamond. So I feel yeah. <laughs> like uh, what <laughs> what you see out of him elsewhere is a bit more reserved. But I would hope that he kind of shares, you know, that with with the younger players if, if that's the case then keep him keeping him on the team when you call up these guys of the future is worthwhile you know yeah. even if you don't see it necessarily translate over to like wins and era and stuff on the on the diamond i think he's going to continue to be a competitor for this team and if they don't trade him uh i honestly i 
if they're not getting anything back for him, I don't yeah. see the point in getting rid of that's, him at that's this why, point. That's why I it's don't like think it will happen. It's not like their uh, payroll is very high. I know he takes up a yeah. great percentage of the payroll, but that doesn't matter because their cost overall is still very low. Uh, Chris, by the way, talked about her mailbag questions. I'm going to throw some at you really fast because they're in the Discord. Uh, first of all, go to Snow Cone, shaved ice flavor, Ooh. or combo. Mm. So we're talking about shaved ice slash snow cone, best combos of flavor. Uh, I'm tell- telling mm. you right now, I am always going with some sort of sweet and sour combination. Oh, interesting. I always like a like a tart, you know, like an orange, like a, like an orange creamsicle. Like I like my OG's gummies. <laughs> Same thing. I'm going with something to balance. I like balance. I like balance on that, and uh, it's I'm a I'm a big fan of of two opposing flavors especially if you can get something like really sour and really sweet and then get a bite of both aren't all snow cone flavors kind of sweet no there are some that are very like, sour apple there's like yeah there's like there's apparently whole... i just haven't gone to the right places for no, snow no, cones. No. maybe i don't Do you know go just with like a rainbow um, I usually just pick one flavor that I like, and I then I roll with that. Knew it. And you, I'm sure that's knew utterly it. predictable. I was for it, you, it's but... cherry too, isn't no, it? No, it's not cherry. It's blue I, don't, I don't like cherry. It's blue um, raspberry. No, it's not. No, it's usually like lime or uh, root root beer. That's root just beer? root beer. Disgusting. Yeah, I think root beer is pretty good. Pretty Jesse. good snow cone flavor. Maybe. Do you think I could mix them together? Could I do lime and root beer? I hate you so much right <laughs> now. That sounds awful. Um, Chris's other question is: long pants or tall socks on a baseball player? Tall socks. Yeah. A thousand percent of the time, tall socks. I'm mm. always going tall socks. I'm going pants. You're going long pants? Yeah. Sloppy long pants? Not sloppy. Especially those long pants. Uh, the baseball players have pants that literally have a uh, hemmed thing at the bottom for your cleat to go through it so that your pants can go right. down over the back of your... I hate right. those the most. Really? Those are the sloppiest pants of all of them. Yeah. I, I think that some certain players can pull off the high socks look. But certain players can't, you know, like there are some guys that you see who do it out of nowhere who don't normally do it. Yeah. And they just don't look right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're you're just it just yeah. is not a good fit for you. So, you know, you know, who wears the hell out of some tall socks? Who? Tori Lovello. Tori Lovello Tori does. Lovello wears Tori the Lovello hell does. Some tall socks. And and guys like I don't know, like Eric Burns, like if he ever yeah. wore long yeah. pants, that would yeah. be really weird. I yeah. think. Um, but for the most part, guys who I don't know, for the most part, I think I think the long pants is the is the better look. Depending Can on short who you are. kings pull off tall socks. Ooh. Can Dalton Varsho pull off long socks? That's a that's a good question. Yeah. He doesn't. I don't think I've ever seen Dalton Varsho with with. No. With tall socks. No, we need huh? to see it. We need to see it. I can short king tall socks. Socks just doesn't look good, guys. Oh, whatever. Uh, do we have a question, Emma, from our uh, dis- or, or from the chat? Clutch Canuck asks, uh, favorite MLB nickname, the Sultan of SWAT holds up still. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely holds up still. I think the freight train is an incredible baseball nickname. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I feel like if... David Peralta got dealt to a major organization like a, you know, like a a, a New York Yankees. Let's say uh, the freight train thing would take off immediately. 
Within yeah. six months, we'd see commercials and shit of trains and him being the that's, conductor and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's probably true. And a Nike marketing deal. He'd have the whole bit. They definitely grab the gif that you post like every oh, single God, day. Oh, God, yeah, though, that's it. That's, sure. I, I specialize in nightmare <laughs> fuel gifts for sure. <laughs> you got any baseball nicknames? Uh, I think the kid. The kid was a great yeah. nickname for Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, that is a good baseball nickname. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Palm Beach Garden Zone. Palm Beach Garden Zone, David Smith. <laughs> We're good at nicknames over here. Uh, I, I refuse to endorse any nickname that we didn't come up with. Yeah, no, so. that's a good point. Uh, the big units. Yeah, that's that's pretty legendary. I, I don't that's know iconic. how like it's it's dirty. It's descriptive. It's perfect. It's everything I want out of a nickname. Um, I thought Papa Grande for Jose. Oh, Alberto Papa Grande was, pretty, was great. That was yeah, always kind of fun. Absolutely. The Iceman, Matt Manti. The Diamondbacks uh, had some pretty great uh, nicknames in their in their time. But um, no, I, I don't know about current nicknames. Uh, uh, El, what, what is uh, Catel Martez El Pico, I think, or El, El Pique, El Pike, something like that? Yeah. He used to be El Nino. Uh, right, right. I think right, it, it was El Nino was like a... I like El Nino more as a weather reference that I am an incoming storm more than I like El Nino being Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, of Fernando Tatis Sr. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's not as good, but yeah. I don't know. What are your guys' uh, bringer of rain I thought was a good nickname for Josh Donaldson. Uh, I, I don't know. I think back on some of the uh, nicknames that players had on the back of their jerseys. Yeah. Granky, still solid nickname. Cranky. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Boxberger had the emoji. Oh, that's the emoji uh, of a box. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. That's actually in the Hall of Fame because it's the first jersey in history with emojis as the name on the back. So uh Brad it's Box like bizarrely easy how how like I feel like it's somewhat easy to get things in the Hall of Fame. You all just, you gotta like, be you is the first. Do random crap. You gotta be the first. The first. That's go. all that matters. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Clutch Connect said we need more MLB players with wrestling nicknames like Rick Steiner's the Dog Face Gremlin, and I completely agree with you. You know, you you, you know you're you're that's a you're you're going right towards my heart when you bring up wrestling references. So of course I'm going to agree with you on that. Uh, I like honestly if we're if we're if we're not just saying it just for fun, uh, nicknames are a big part of marketing. I yeah. think and being marketable, right? Like I talked to Josh Rojas one day on the field and I actually was really excited to ask him like if he's ever had any nicknames in his past and he just was like, "Yeah, just Ro. People just call me Ro." Uh and then uh and then I realized that's why he uses the uh, you roll through my city, row row through my good it's, oh, it's, it's, it's oh, thing in the song, there right? You go. Um but yeah, I wanted something more than that. I really did. I wanted I wanted some of these guys to have like a story. And Jesse has often said that we need to tell Dalton Varsho about the whole uh, having all the tools thing. So we'll see oh, if yes. that can that can happen one of these days. Because, uh, but I'm not showing him the I'm not showing him the nightmare fuel drawing. Uh, that one's not. <laughs> yeah, don't show. don't show him that. We'll, one. <laughs> we'll show him the one Josh did. Going back to Josh Hunt, uh, this is why you want Josh on your side and not against you. But uh, we thank you guys, of course, for the questions. Uh, Chris asked, "What's the current worst MLB contract?" Mm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Steven Strasburg, maybe. Yeah. Um, he unfortunately that deal hasn't really worked out. Um, that would probably be the main one that comes to my mind. 
there's a lot of big money being thrown around. I would say for uh, Colorado Rockies fans, considering we just played them, that the Chris Bryant contract probably wasn't looking so great there for a while, yeah. but now he seems to be back on track and seems to be his old he was, self. He again. was hurt, you know, for a good portion of of the the season so far. So I don't think anyone was judging too hard on that one just yet but but i think the thing is is that you go out and spend a lot of money on a guy like that for his first initial impact to be that he's on the injured list it's it's unfortunate it sucks i'm not saying that it's you know it's it's terrible timing but at the same time too when you spend all that money on a player that it's got to be a little cause you a little bit of heartache when they're not able to be on the field right away like that but am i allowed to say miguel cabrera I know he's sort of a legend, but his contract with Detroit is sort of a sort of a disaster. Well, I mean, Detroit as a whole is a disaster. So it's kind of like what I've said at times about this team. You got to appreciate like the moments, right? And at least they held on to him for him to be uh, this legendary player in baseball that now will yeah. always forever be a Detroit Tiger, right? So yeah, uh, I, I mean, it would be weird if he went anywhere else, but the the amount of money that he he is earning in that contract to be a you know replacement level sort of player is it's sort of unfortunate for the Tigers, but but they have Riley Green now, they'll be okay. If I could go back in time, I would get the Diamondbacks to spend that kind of egregious amount of money on the on Paul Goldschmidt and not bat an eye about it. But yeah, that's well, Paul Goldschmidt. I mean, I guess because, Paul Goldschmidt isn't as old as Miguel Cabrera is yet, but he's aged pretty well so far. Right, but he's one of those guys that I would want. He's, he's the only guy in Diamondback history that I would want to be that. He's the only yeah. guy that I would want to be overpay willing to overpay so that he just stays here forever and we can just build a goddamn statue out of him out yeah. front and have that for us as a team. Because Well, and instead, Derek, he's he's starting at first up. base for just the St. Louis up. Cardinals in the All-Star you. game, and he's the favorite for the National League MVP. I didn't ask for this. So. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> uh, of course, we, what we did ask you guys for is to check out our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook, if you haven't done so already. Uh, new customers can use our code of PHNX to sign up, and you will get a risk-free uh, bet up to $1,000. That's a whole lot of money. Uh, you can do a whole lot with that. Of course, uh, don't do what I've been doing lately and be putting it on nine-leg parlays that – uh, you just lose one leg of right before the end of the game in the ninth damn inning. But uh, do it more sensibly and make sure that you utilize that because that is a risk-free bet that you will get your money back if you don't hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, I don't know about betting on the Diamondbacks over this last stretch because I don't know what to expect out of the San Francisco Giants or the San Diego Padres with the way that the results of this series that they played against each other went. Uh, yeah. Hopefully that was just kind of a one, one-off one game for the Giants and we don't see that offensive output now that the Diamondbacks have to deal with them starting tonight at 640 at Chase Field that we can see right here out our window. Uh, make sure you guys... <laughs> I don't think we can see Chase Field. Shut up. They don't know that. Uh, <laughs> but, of course, you guys get down to Chase Field and support this team. We only got... Uh, three more home games before the All-Star break, right? And then the final three are against uh, in, in San Diego. Um, three more home games between now and the All-Star break? Is that what you said? Yeah. They don't have any home games between oh, now and the San All-Star Francisco break. Tonight? They're in San Francisco oh, tonight I, and then San Diego. You know what? Diego. That's what I get for not putting the calendar up. Do we have the calendar up for the oh, rest there of this we go. Uh, stretch going into the All-Star break? 
There we go. See, if I did that, I would have known. Don't go to Chase Field. They're not going to be there. I lied. There will um, not be baseball at Chase Field nah, until the 22nd. Gonna, yeah, until the 22nd. Almost two weeks from now. Uh, by the way, on the 23rd, that's Star Wars night, and we are giving away a Star Wars shirt. If you haven't had a chance to see that tweet, check out our pinned tweet on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, by the way, at PHNX underscore D-backs. Follow me at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Follow this guy at Jesse N. Friedman. Uh, but, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We appreciate you guys so much showing up here on Mailbag Monday with all of your questions and joining us for lunch. We thank you for your time. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we always appreciate you. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when Christian Walker is in the Home Run Derby. <laughs>